Hello. Oh my God, it's recording. Are we just starting right now? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. We can just make shit up as quick. I, I think... Yeah, I think I can edit this after. But I think, yeah, I think it's more fun to have zero preparation and zero cutting. It's what the people want Yeah. Raw shit. Yeah, I don't know. There it is. I like it much better. What, when it's raw? Yeah. That could be taken out of context. Yeah, if you I mean, shed a tear during the during, during the recording, then people yeah. know that you mean it, you know. It feels. Oh, I was making you know. a, a joke about something else. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what were you making a joke about? Well, it's raw. You could meet or or something or or something else. So I said you like it raw, like emotionally raw. Uh But yeah, sorry, we've got. Vulgar within the first minute. Oh. That, that was bad. Oh. How are you anyway? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm. I've, I've, I, uh... yeah, you're gone. Sorry, this is going to be just. Diff- I, 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 yeah. I, I'll let you speak. I feel Go like I, th- I feel like we're going to have to get used to this because it kind of feels like, like you know, when we did radio like before. Yeah. But but almost like a phone call as well. But like yeah, a yeah. phone call that other people might be listening in on. I mean, yeah. they're not you bloody weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, if you are listening. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is strange, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, I saw and there was like two listeners. So like... What? Right now? What? No, no, no. Like, we're just on like the podcast series. Like... Oh, yeah. Which is like kind of alarming because I thought it was going to be one. So you I don't share know it. That... You, sh- you should share it on Instagram. Well, that, that's the th- well I've, I put it on like, you know, like Linktree thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's on the link tree, but oh, I think you should do a story about it. Yeah, like post. I think that's that's that, that's what gets people's attention. Yeah, post. Well, I I, know, I was launch. I was kind of self conscious about it, so. Oh, um, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll share it. Okay. It's fine. All right. You'll get one share. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you get one. You get one like at least as well. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll force my housemates to like it too, so that'd be at least four or five. Yeah, it, I mean, it okay. would actually be really weird if it actually started getting like genuine listeners or like people. I, I, oh, yeah. yeah, I think it would be funny, but it, I, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, I just... well, it's really weird. If you don't know what your audience is. It's like whenever I do radio and I'd get more than 10 people listening, I'd be like, who are they? Because I knew that and it's before I used to like start, start posting the thing on, on my Instagram and telling people I was on. It's like, you know, so some a very select few people know that I'm on air right now and it doesn't number any more than like four. So where are these other six coming from? And what on earth are they thinking? Yeah, I and don't it's, know. It's, it's just weird, so interesting. Like yeah. yeah. I well I guess like because for for me I I kind of started recording this like as like halfway between like mental notes. And like recording my own, like like keeping track of my own thoughts, yeah. And I didn't even, I I sort of considered just leaving it like that and like not letting anybody know about it, right? Um, but yeah, well, the cat's like out the bag. Like well, yeah, yeah. The cat's yeah. the cat. It's it's Schrodinger's bag. The cat yeah. is proverbially both in and out of the bag because yeah. the cat is on a link tree. But it's not, <laughs> if if that makes sense. And it's quite hard to get the cat out of the link link tree. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's funny. Um, yeah. Um, I was gonna divert questions towards creativity, but oh, I on. think that's a bad. Idea. No, no. <laughs> Don't force um, it. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, um, I think like forcing it like creates like a really bad vibe yeah. i don't know it you makes know it an I mean? interview sort of in a way yeah but i've done, I've done enough of those recently really did you well, do an interview with me yeah, well not with, no no it doesn't job interviews as in i've done oh, enough oh, job interview stuff that. recently so oh, i'm yeah. sick of thinking about i think just let the juices flow yeah if you know what i mean yeah god i'm on fire yeah. with these innuendos carry on carry on yeah oh my god I'm gonna have to stick on like a parental guidance lot. I mean, there I don't. Were, think you're that... lucky. There were like four I could have mentioned within the last yeah. like minute, and I decided against it. But I thought I was going too, too hard. Another one, but um, 
but sorry. <laughs> we, yeah. Good on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, w- anyway, we'll, we'll crack on. I, I was thinking about yeah. how if you wanted to, to have any sort of structure or do you want to just... Because, I mean, we could no. do that thing which I said, which is talk about one thing and see the conversation goes and have a time yeah, on sure. it. Or, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah? But what yeah. do you want to talk about? Um, okay. Let's try Schrodinger's cat, just for Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking more things like abstract things like birthdays. I, I, I don't. University. We can talk about. We can talk about Schrodinger's cat. Oh, I'll tell you what about about Schrodinger's cat. Do you see the thing about the cat on the train earlier? No. What happened with the cat? So there was some some bloke was at Euston, and he was about to get on a train on a Vancey West Coast train. And he was at the platform, and at the front of the train, he's like, "Oh my god, there's a cat on the train, like on top of the train." <laughs> and the train was about to leave in like two minutes, and the cat was just like walking along the top of the train. Um, it was on BBC News, and obviously the headline was like, "Moments away from catastrophe," or oh, the funny headlines, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, no. So you know, you could maybe turn that into some sort of paradox. Maybe no. if the maybe if the train was in the tunnel, the tunnel, and the cat was like on top of the train, then yeah. the cat, the whole tunnel might be like the largest like Schrodinger's box. Yeah, like, because the cat you wouldn't know the cat would likely die. Yeah, you wouldn't know the cat was dead until the train left the tunnel. Yeah, and there is a pretty lengthy tunnel out of Euston <laughs> as you go towards Queens Park. So there you go, underneath South Hampstead. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Did they leave the cat on there? Or is the cat no, right? no. The cat, the cat, the cat hadn't paid for its fare, so. But how do you get a cat off a train? I think you get a ladder, and then you get down, and then you charge it with the appropriate penalty notice. Yeah. For not having its. For not having its ticket. No, I was going to make a, some sort of rail card joke, with. Yeah. No, I can't. Tail, tail card? No, that's not funny. Ha, 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 no, ha. no, that's not good enough. Anyway. It'll yeah, get there. It will get there. Yeah. yeah. But like, you, are you a fan of Schrodinger, though? Your whole philosophy? I don't really know much about it, to be honest. My, my housemate's got a funny t-shirt, actually, about it. What's it say? It, it says Schrodinger's cat is. And then in words. Well, you know where words, but you can see there's graphics. And it says like mm. two things. like it's One's in dark shade and one's in light. And it can be whatever you interpret it as, depending on the perspective. Oh. It says dead or alive, depending on how you're looking at the t-shirt. That's quite cool. It's quite a cool idea for a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah. Mm. If yeah, you could no. create a t-shirt, well, you could create a t-shirt right now, but like, yeah. what would you put on it? Oh, I think that's a lot. Like, There's so I many- in, I in, There are things I'd want t-shirts with on them. Like t- the things I'd want on T-shirts, as in like I'd like a certain like band T-shirts maybe, or music-related T-shirts. Or like if I see a cool graphic, I'd be like, that would be cool, look cool on T-shirt. But that's yeah. not my own design. That's just me appropriating someone else's work for fashion. Yeah. If I had my own T-shirt, mm. I don't know. I'd probably. It's a hard question because I normally see like I like I like graphic T-shirts or like, things with designs on them, but. Normally, I like things with art on them. Like, I've got a couple of basket t shirt, I've got a Keith Haring t shirt, mm. I've got another guy whose t shirt who the guy, what's his name? The guy who did the Joy Division sleeve. It's not that. Mm. Oh, something Savile, I think his name is. But if I had to design my own t shirt, that's quite a hard question. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think single color, like one color, like black or white, one of the two. And then maybe some like I don't know what would you do? It's a really hard question. This I I mean I painted a T-shirt of mine recently. Oh yeah, you did. I think didn't you saw you? it. Yeah. And like with like acrylic, although I I don't want to wash it because I'm worried that it was just gonna go off. Yeah. But I quite liked it. Like maybe we'll, like, maybe we'll even have a fading effect if you wash it. Maybe. I hope it just doesn't like flake and like. Yeah, you should take a photo of the T-shirt and use that as the thumbnail. <laughs> oh yeah, it post. was like originally, or maybe I could. If it goes off, then I'll replace. Oh, that's genius! Actually, 
what I could do, right? Say that the the basically first of all, take a photo of the T-shirt, okay? Yeah. And then I wash it, right? Yeah. If the worst happens, right, and yeah. the paint goes off, then I get the T-shirt printed with the photograph of the whole T-shirt. That's quite cool. So it's a T-shirt inside a T-shirt. Wow. And T-ception. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. That could be, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. I think that'd be quite cool. Or you just mm-hmm. wash out. You just keep painting the same T-shirt over and over again. And so every every yeah. every week there's a different design. Or you try and recreate yeah. the same design and just carry on. That'd probably be quite time consuming yeah. though. I don't know how long it takes to paint the t shirt. Did I show you? Um or I don't know if I or like I I don't want to repeat myself because I like do that sometimes. Well no, but... you're not repeating yourself to me. Maybe to me, yeah. but not, not, not the not the vague yeah. listeners people who might be <laughs> tuning in. But carry on. Yeah. But um did you did you know that basically like i mean now we have like canvases so readily available to us like mm. like in terms of well for painters if you're a painter even if you're not you're just like doing it for fun yeah. or for the bands i mean i guess that's what tree artists do or whatever i don't know but um like because they only had a limited amount of canvas space they would like paint uh, painters would paint over their original paintings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that before. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And so what you can do is you can X-ray paintings, and you can see paintings underneath paintings. Wow, that's very cool. Like, yeah, like under like um like Da Vinci paintings, like other Da Vinci paintings, and like you'd think he'd have been all right, wouldn't you? You think no, Leo would be, you know, sorted for canvas. If there was one yeah. bloke, that would, they'd be like, yeah, we'll sort him out with, like, a lifetime. I don't know if there was, like, a sponsorship deal. Like, you know, nowadays mm. you get, like, influencers get sponsorship deals with brands and stuff. you think mm. they'd want Leonardo da Vinci to be sort of a canvas, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, th- but that was the thing, like, um, I guess over time, Leonardo da Vinci has become Leonardo da Vinci. Like, he was, like, terrible at finishing paintings. Like, yeah. he finished 10 or 14. Like, um, but uh, I, funny story about Mona Lisa, right? Yeah. Like, the Mona Lisa didn't used to be, like, that famous of a painting at all, really. Right. Like, basically, like, early 20th century, some guy comes along who's like this Italian he's just, he's just an Italian guy and he works in the Louvre. Yeah. Or maybe the Musée d'Orsay. I think it's the Louvre, right? Mm-hmm. And he um he's like one day he's cleaning and he like comes up by the Mona Lisa and says, Man, this is an outrage. This I mean, bearing in mind I did get this story from Drunk Histories, which I think is fact is fact oriented, but like loosely right. and so but basically he like says man this this italian painting is in a french gallery this shouldn't be and like you know this is an outrage and i, I should steal this and then give it back to you know my homeland or whatever right right and so basically one day he like um like sneaks into he, he goes into the store cupboard and waits for closing and then th- then he takes the mona lisa and then you know, goes out and like leaves and like takes it back into his apartment. And so for like three years, he wakes up and has breakfast in front of the Mona Lisa. And like, you know, he's just sort of observing it and shit. And meanwhile, like, yeah. And meanwhile, like the authorities are looking for this painting. Yeah. And, and the, picture of the Mona Lisa is on the front cover of every single newspaper in the world. Yeah. And so people are, you know, looking at this painting and following the story of this painting and then saying, oh, well, that's such a beautiful painting. Wow. You know, and so over time, the Mona Lisa becomes more and more valuable in the minds of people. Yeah. And so basically at, at some point then, this guy tries to give it to the Italian authorities and then the Italian authorities um, report him to the police. Right. And then, so he gets taken into custody 
and then he's like on trial and he's saying like you know this should be like you know the Mona Lisa should belong in Italy you know not in a French gallery but like Leonardo had given it to like um like Charles the fourth or Charles the third don't quote me on this like as a gift right so like I guess it kind of deserved to be there anyway but like um, that's mad though I'm just, I'm, I looked it up while you're telling the story and have yeah you say two years in his apartment and then have you have you heard how, 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 how he gave it back no well he tried to sell it because he got impatient <laughs> and tried to sell it to the director of the Uffizi gallery in Florence Giovanni Poggi and uh, yeah he got away with that it was exhibited there for over two weeks and then eventually returned to the Louvre what two weeks later? Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, and he only served six months in prison for it, and was hailed for his patriotism in Italy. God, I mean, imagine the trouble the British Museum would have if uh, you know people came along and had the same mentality about all the crap that's in there. Do you do you agree with like you know the way like Britain's kind of like being a bit of like a dick colonizer like yeah past, like several hundred years, yeah. and then because of that like the British Museum and Britain in general has, like, a shit ton of, like, artifacts which kind of belong to, like, or at least did belong at the time to, like, uh, other nations which it kind of colonised. Or... Yeah, it's their own artifacts, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think yeah. they should be returned? See, there's more... It's difficult. There's arguments for and against. Like, morally, yes. They should be returned because they're not ours. It's theft. And... Then again, you've got to think, okay, yes, the theft occurred hundreds of years ago, and we're so far removed from the people who stole it and the people who owned it at the time. Mm. But who owned it at the time being dead doesn't matter, but it's a cultural thing, and culture transcends living people. It, it's, it's, it's intergenerational. So in that argument, you could say, yeah, sure, they deserve them back because that's their own cultural property, and that's an intergenerational thing which people mm-hmm. you know, should appreciate. On the other hand, there's the argument that it's very important to have a collection. Well, I think this argument is probably less convincing. And I think this is the argument that's touted quite a lot by people. It's the, the idea that you know, to have all of these amazing things in one place is like such an, it's an incredibly important piece of history. Mm. Um, and I mean, you could do replicas of the things, but that's not the same. The whole point of museums is you see what you see the real thing, isn't it? Mm. You know, oh, I went and saw a plaster cast of, you know, the front of um, the front of you know the statues from the Pantheon. Today it doesn't sound the same as saying I I saw the statues, I saw the Elgin marbles. You know, mm. it's not the same. But I mean, then again, plaster casting was a really big thing. In the eighteen, I want to say seventeen, eighteen hundreds, maybe earlier as well. Mm. Um, you know, when they sort of realised that some of the stuff they wanted to steal was far too big to steal. What the British Empire did, or you know, British, you know, whoever was there on an envoy to a country, they would cast artifacts they were really impressed by. Artifacts, not artifacts, but like you know, bits of buildings or things like that. In, in in plaster and then when they brought back these casts made a very you know separate bits and put them all back together and they'd make molds and they'd be able to make you know replicas real real size replicas out of them and there's a whole room full of them in um in uh, where is it the vna it's massive it's a massive room full of all these plaster casts of different things that the british british empire just went around you know making copies of and it's very interesting to think what if they'd done that instead of you know nicked everything i assume it wouldn't have been revered in the same way yeah. the way that, that collection is now mm. like you couldn't really take a plaster cast of a of tutankhamun's tomb could you it wouldn't mm. be the same yeah i guess it's kind of weird like perhaps on a different note for mm-hmm. it's like imagine right if like I don't know, say that you're like one of your fam. I don't know, say that your mom or something like has like some dress or something like that, right? And then mm. somebody like, st- like for whatever reason, she's like famous or some shit or like, you know, does something. And um, 
So like somebody steals her dress and and then or perhaps a dress is a bad example, but you know, maybe a watch or something like that. And then somebody takes it and then it's like, no, this belongs in like a museum in a different country. Like, no, you're not allowed to have it. Like this is like part of our history. You know, like I don't know. I feel like museums are kind of weird things in a way because you feel kind of distant from the things that you're looking at in some sense. Like, but, you know, at some point, like they were just like normal or not normal, but. Well, um, this would be the same way if you go outside your house now and maybe, I don't know, going into um, going into Belfast or something mm-hmm. and seeing like a bank. I don't know. I'm thinking of an example of what if if I was in Bristol, right, and I left the house, and there's a really nice bank in central in central Bristol, right? It's like mm-hmm. Georgian architecture, but it's not as in like wow, that's amazing. It's like 400 years old, sure, 300 years old, but it's not like you don't look at it and think, oh my god, this is an amazing piece of architecture, the same way we do revere, you know, pieces of temples or even churches. I mean, churches are is a, is a more prevalent example. Um, you know better example to give because mm-hmm. you know so much of the stuff are you know so, so many artifacts are, are, are geared around religion um and temples etc you know bits of temples have been nicked and if you went to the end of your road and took a bit of the catholic or protestant church or whatever you wouldn't be like wow that's amazing would you the same mm-hmm. way you would be about a church from two thousand years ago i'm sure the athenians or whatever looked at their temple at the end of their road 2,000 years ago and thought, yeah, it's just a temple at the end of the road, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, what, at what point does, like, um, like, like, something become, like, worthy of a museum? Like, in a way, like, um, like, you're kind of, what a museum is almost doing, I think, is, like, taking something, you know, just regular or perhaps something like that and like preserving it in you know a certain way or in a certain form that they find it so that it's kind of immune to further like circulation within society like not um i don't know that sounds like really waffly but like Say that, for example, you have like your mom's watch or you know something like that, just for an example, right? Mm-hmm. And then you pass it down, you know, to your child, and then they pass it down to their child, and you're not just like putting it in a glass cabinet, you know, you've got it on while you're experiencing your while you're having your life or while you're living, you know, and all the like shit that's going down while you're, you know, living out your life, you know, and so like history is can like continuing in a way if that makes sense like yeah you know but then once you put it in a museum then it's kind of the idea that like it's like you've got to preserve it how it was back then does that make sense like you can't build on it you've got to like frozen yeah. time isn't it basically yeah yeah sure yeah because yeah. i feel like a key sorry if i'm going on a bit but no no it's fine because i feel like a key part of like history in a way is also how it like intersects with like now if you know what i mean like um oh was in how you relate what happened in the past to what's happening today as in if you see parallels or something else no well basically how it can be continually reshaped like right like um because you know we don't um we, we don't perhaps tell the exact story of what happened you know 1,000 years ago or 2,000 years ago or 3,000 years ago. Often we're telling a story of somebody who's told a story about something who's told a story about somebody who's told a story, you know, like continually editing something or like not to say editing, but it's kind of like Chinese whispers, if you know what I mean. Like Mm -hmm. it's still kind of uh, changing as time goes on, which is in turn part of its history, if you know what I mean. Does that Does that make sense? I think so. I think so. If it makes sense to me, I'm sure it makes sense to anyone who's listening as well. Because <laughs> yeah. my mind is pretty frazzled at the minute. I'm quite tired. So so if if, if, that, if it makes sense to me, I think we're okay to yeah. put the A-OK yeah. for explanation. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that makes sense. If you could have any museum object or like 
if you say you could break into a museum, right? Yeah. And you yeah. could take one thing. Yeah. And nobody would notice, and you never get caught for it. What would yeah. you take? Garden of Earthly Delights painting. I what? The Garden of Earthly Delights, the painting by Hieronymus Bosch. What's it look like? I'm gonna oh, go. It's amazing. It's like it is my favorite painting. I've seen it in the flesh. Sorry, in in the in the paint, three mm-hmm. times now. Yeah, yeah. I was most recently there in 2019. Then oh, 2015, yeah. 2016. Yeah, and I've been. It's in the Prado, El Prado in Madrid. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a, a glasses cleaner with the print of it on there, like, a, like an excerpt. You can't put the entire thing on the glasses cleaner. It looks pixelated as fuck. It looks terrible. Yeah. But I've got a tiny excerpt. Um of it and i think that's in the middle the middle pane is the bit that i've got uh pick uh, on, on a on a cloth but yeah no that is i just i think it's such an amazing painting and there is so much to look at like it's just incredible um you've got every emotion in there i think hope lust greed you know then the punishment i, I, I i'm not gonna try and explain hieronymus bosch's uh Garden of Earthly Delights because is it heavenly or earthly? It's one of the two. I know. I I, I think it's maybe it's heavenly. Garden. I I will be embarrassing. I've got the name of my own favorite painting wrong. Um, Garden, Garden of Earthly Delights. Yeah, that's what I was saying, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the Earthly Delights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's utterly stunning, yeah. and it is just such a great depiction. I'm not going to try. I'm trying not to get philosophical here, but you know, I just think it's. It's beautiful. I mean, it took him twenty years to paint as well. Years. Yeah, he, he did it between um, fourteen ninety and I think early fifteen hundreds. Mm. But yeah, it's just absolutely stunning. I think, and to have that on your above your mantelpiece, or whatever, mm. would just be such a flex. Yeah, you know? yeah. Some you invite guests around, then you've got that there. But no, no, I think it's just incredible. I wouldn't stop looking at it. I, 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 it's it's trans transfixing, and I think there's something almost weirdly sci-fi in the last. I don't know if you've got it in front of you now. Yeah, you, you do. In, do. in the last trip of the triptych thing, the third, the third panel, it's just so. It looks so incredibly, sort of ahead of its time. Like, it's really hard to explain. It's it's futuristic and terrifying. It looks kind also, of dystopian. It's so dystopian, like the half body and the ear with a knife in the middle of it, and I all hope this that's amazing not the stuff. Way the future is. Touch wood, oh no, but... no, same. I don't know where we are. I think we're probably in the middle one right now, obviously, right? Surely, but that's, does, that's does modern the, day. Does the future necessarily have to be dystopian? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I think it's just a warning, or like a possibility. You know, yeah. This, this painting is. It's not saying necessarily that the future's gonna be shit but you know on the, the current trajectory things are going you know with with the, um, the way the world is being run you know with without consideration for humanity's long-term survival mm. it's very possible that the third frame or what the third frame represents will be the future but i think mm. the important thing is that you know when you're at a turning point like they are in that middle frame you make sure to sort of tone things down and veer on makes sense yeah i don't know but yeah. do you think do you think that our world is not our world but kind of the culture of the way things are at the moment in terms of mainstream culture is that um do you think mainstream culture is kind of like a museum like what do you mean because um because in a museum people are spectators they're not involved with the art or they're not involved with what they're looking at they're kind of right. um looking at it in terms of some kind of um as if it kind of belongs to something else if that makes sense like um it's, right. It's kind of like a a topic of conver- like a co- topic of conversation. Like, um, uh, let me try and give some kind of example. Like, um, uh, oh, 
God, this is so hard. This is so hard. Um, like I, the way I interpreted the question, by the way, I've got an answer to my own interpretation. But give me what you what you're going to say. The um, you know, a lot of people look at art, right? And they, you know, they'll say that's beautiful. And I'm not saying yeah. that you you uh, are doing exactly what I'm going to say, but um, yeah. more kind of a lot of people look at art and they say that's beautiful and the artist created something magnificent and I see their vision that's brilliant, you know, and this sort of thing. Um, but a lot of artists were, you know, hugely dysfunctional and lived lives with different pers- with perspectives that were so, com- are so completely detached or not detached, but so completely different from the way that um, onlookers might, you know, look at their art, like, um, um, uh, like, this is just an example, but, like, often, you know, for example, Van Gogh, or many of the Impressionists lived, you know, penniless, you know, for most of their lives, and their work only got famous after they died, and they were painting just for the love of it, and, I mean, you'd read quotes from saying, you know, that they had to paint and that they were expressing something really, um, like, personal to them or, like, um, something that they felt deeply inside, you know. And in a way, that's kind of like an expressive thing. You know, the the painting as it's getting painted is expressive, in a, an expressive phenomenon. But then people who look at it to, you know, that just observing it, you know, they're just, ju- they're judging it, you know, like you're not creating anything on top of the painting, if that makes sense, or you're not. Inv- so you're, you're taking a face value, basically. You're, <sighs> you're not creating, no? you're, you're not, um, you don't have the same, because you're not creating in the same way sense I, again i'm not saying this is you i'm just saying that um that yeah it can be me don't worry it, carry on it, it it might be you but i don't know yeah. it's i don't know i i think it's me as well when i go to an art gallery or you know um but when how do you say it um oh uh what okay okay right when I guess when we're looking at a painting, right, we're looking at it as in a finished article, or that's what we see it as, and it gets stored in a museum as some kind of finished article. This is the Mona Lisa, this is the bloody blah, 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 right? Yeah. But the painter didn't see it that way from their perspective, painting it across time. That They started from a blank canvas and something in their head, right? And they you know, paint a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and they're blocking in this, blocking in that, and then adding little bits here and adding little bits there. And so, like, in a way, they're kind of painting into the unknown, if you get me. Like, they're they're, they're going to something that they can't see, right? And um, I guess when, when we look at a painting... I don't. I don't think it matters really who you are, whether even whether you're an artist or whether you're whatever. I guess when you look at a painting, you have the perspective of, okay, this is exactly what they wanted to realize, and this is exactly what they want to exp- wanted to express. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I guess you we kind of forget the, um, the, the activity of painting, if you know what I mean. Oh, it's so difficult to describe. Um, I you wait. I you, you, I think you're going a roundabout way of saying something pertinent. Yeah. And I think I think I I it's, I'm struggling to grasp it. I'm not 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 gonna lie. But I I think I think you know you're talking about how you know we forget we just look at it as a finished product, right? We don't mm. think of the process. Is that right? Maybe. I, I guess, say, right, say you're, um, okay, say you meet someone tomorrow, right? This is a better way to explain it, I think. And you tell yeah. them all your life stories, right? Yeah. Or you, you basically, perhaps they see your CV. You know, that's a good example of it, right? Yeah. They see your CV and they say, oh, I know exactly what it must have been like to be you, you know? And 
but you know they they don't right they when you're you know at four years old you don't know what's going to happen to you when you're five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten or you're you're kind of facing against the unknown you know like when you're looking towards the future you're always facing against the unknown does that yeah. that make sense right yeah sure. Uh, and so but when you when you're looking back you're you kind of tend to look at things with an absolute certainty of kind of like okay that must have you know happened that way or and of course it was going to lead to that you know it, it was inevitable that you know this would happen and you, do you see what i mean you know like um the you know when people would say ah but if i could know then what i what i know now and um but the world kind of looks different when you're um uh, uh looking at it from kind of a the view of i have no idea what's going to happen in the next moment if if that makes sense rather than looking back you know the way hindsight hindsight is always 2020 but you know like normal sight in the present is kind of um uh uncertain if that makes sense right Right, okay does that make sense yeah (laughs) i think so you've gone a very long way around saying that (laughs) but i think you've had a lot of context to what i think you mean i um yeah i think i think so Uh, and i I see how you can maybe apply that to the to the idea of art as well Hmm. by um you know, because you're only looking at this snapshot, aren't you, as opposed to looking at the wider, you know, how it was made yeah. and what the vision of the artist was. You know, you'll hear, you'll read a little thing on the side of the painting, yeah. a little blurb, whatever, but that's not going to give you massive insight, is it? Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's the worst thing in the world anyway to engage as art just as by just through feeling. I don't think mm-hmm. it's the worst. I think when an artist puts out a piece of art, and it could be a film, it could be, it could be a record, it could be a, a painting, you know, whatever, whatever it is, a statue, a sculpture, even. Mm. You know, they're not asking you to engage with it the way you've just described. Mm. You know, I think a lot of what they and some artists are very on the nose. They want to put out their feelings at the time and and, and have people understand what they're going through, and that could be through you know very clear imagery. Um, through very uh, direct vocal uh, lyrics, whatever, in a song, or, you know, very, you know, again, the imagery in the the sculpture. But things are more abstract. I think that's very much the intention of of an abstract piece of art, or that could be through vague lyrics or, you know, being a vague meaning behind a painting or or whatever, whatever it could be. I think that that's that's quite a special relationship because then people interpret things. It could be, you know, it could be, they could interpret something completely differently, something minute about the piece of art. May it be a lyric, you know, just just one single line, or may it be a, l- a little bit of the painting, or like a, I, I don't know, I don't know what, what it could be, but it could be something, and they can interpret that completely differently to somebody else, and that feeling. And the the way they've engaged with it and felt that feeling just through just through engaging with with with, with the piece of art provides them with an experience that would would you know you wouldn't get from from not looking at it for example okay. or that you wouldn't be able to you know manufacture it's natural and I think that intention of art to facilitate that and people to engage with it in that respect is completely fine. I think that's probably, you know, it is the main way that people engage. Definitely. I think it's challenging. You're definitely challenging people with your with your with what you're saying. Mm. I don't think the you know, the average person would, you know, spend that much time thinking about things. And maybe they should. That's the point I guess you're trying to make. They should engage with it more. But maybe how they feel on the surface early on, that's that that that, that that's important enough. That doesn't need to be any more than that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah, understand. I, I might have gone completely off piece. No, no, I, I agree with that as well. Like, it's really cool to um derive like different 
or like to derive your own interpretation from what you're looking at. Um, yeah, I, I guess w- w- the way I was coming from it at it from would be like um, communicating like a certain feeling with you know what your um, I guess uh, you know that you got to paint say for example you got to paint because you love it or you you fall in love with something you know to do with what you're painting or I don't know something like that and uh, you paint it perhaps to share it you know to perhaps you know share the feeling you know that you have of 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 why you paint you know and um and pe- i guess what i'm saying is that people don't necessarily get this feeling or they don't necessarily understand the 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 sort of mental space that you're in when you paint it they see some you know something else like uh th- this is like i saw this quite good like sort of graphic of way of looking at it right um and it was like art nine and it had like sort of a box like you like a like a painting you know like a i don't know like a paint frame like a painting the frame of a painting right and it had like art verb and it was just like a squiggle like you know like you know yeah and kind of like the thing that what they were trying to say is that like the process of the process is like the squiggle, you know, like the just, just lots of like um, events or feelings or emotions or shit that like comes together, like in a, you know, this really cool way or strange way, you know, to create this thing, which is the, in the frame. And the, the person who's looking at it, you know, just from the perspective of trying to understand the artist through, you know, the finished product or through the, you know, the finished painting, they may not be able to understand the the process, which is perhaps more interesting, you know, on a sort of human level or like on a like, yeah, on a, I guess on a human level, perhaps just for me, but does, does that make any sense? Maybe I, th- I think so. Maybe agree. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Like um, I don't know. Have you ever done something and then I don't know? Like uh, people just don't realize how much effort you've put into it, or like how much. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you feel like your your internal accomplishment feels like through the roof, and you're like, "Give me praise, give me praise," but no, nobody gets it mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I think that's that's a human nature thing, isn't it? You big up your well. I think it depends. People can either tend to big up their own achievements, and no, not in their head, but they, they they see the amount of effort they put into it, mm-hmm. and they expect other people to appreciate the amount of effort they put into it. But on, but they don't understand the amount of internal work that's gone into that, but which can't be appreciated necessarily by somebody at external to the situation. Yeah. Alternatively, there's people who don't realize how much how much effort they put into it, and they're unable to sort of quantify why they should be proud of their work potentially and therefore people being like oh that's amazing and they're like nah mm. it is what it is and those types of people I think tend to be perfectionists mm. you know because they feel like unless it's they feel internally as if they've done a very good job which is very hard to satisfy they don't think it's amazing even if other people provide them a lot of praise so yes I agree mm. I understand that point yeah and you can get the, I don't know. I I feel sometimes I felt sometimes that people see the the exterior of something or perhaps something finished, and they they might say, "Oh, that's great," or you know. But um, I don't know. Like um, uh, how could you say it? Do you think that? A Picasso painting is able to encapsulate everything that Picasso was feeling as he created it, or runs up to it with through the eyes of a spectator. I don't know. Probably. I, wait. What do you mean? I, that, that that last bit through, man. Like that. Through the eyes of a spectator. Basically, like 
you know, say Picasso is painting to express his feelings and shit. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, as you're looking from the angle of a spectator, do you do you think you can, uh, or you can or, see the amount of effort. yeah, or anybody like is that what you're saying? You can see not the amount of effort necessarily, but just like you know, all the life that's been put into this, you know, painting. Do you think you can understand it? You know, if you just look at it. No. Maybe. No, no, no. Uh, no, but then that's not the point of it, is it, necessarily? You know, it, no, you can't quantify that. I think I think that's impossible for anything. You can never, you can never, because that's a personal thing. Well, not quantify, but, like, but no, you, understand, but you know, like, you know. No, mentally you can't understand or or, or sympathise. You can sympathise, but you can't, what's the word? I, I always get empathise and sympathise confused. But you can... Empathise, perhaps? You can empathize. I think you can empathize, but you can't feel the same thing. Mm. No, you can sympathize. You can't empathize, but you can't. Sympathy is when you can be like, "Oh, yeah, I, I see that," but you can't empathize when you feel the same thing. I, think. Mm. I might be wrong, but uh, what my point is is that you can see it and appreciate it. Mm. And you think, "Oh, wow, he's done a lot there. That must take him bloody ages," mm. or he must have been going through some shit mm. looking at a piece of art of his or whoever's but i don't think you could necessarily appreciate it because you can't see it from their perspective mm. yeah if that makes sense like yeah like one of the one like a good example that i've just thought of is like um and most people know like uh I, i'm talking a lot about leonardo da vinci because i've kind of read a bit about him not that much but more, yeah, more than i have cool. for any others um, but like most people know, like maybe one or two of his paintings, right, or the Vitruvian Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, right. I, you know, you might look at that and go, "Oh, right, oh, I totally, you know, I, I totally see, you know, he wanted to create a smile, or you know, wanted to create this or that." Um, but you know, a next layer below it, you know, if you were to sort of dig into it, would you know, if you saw the notebooks. And he like the the amount of notebooks that he made was incredible. It was like, ah, uh, like fucking like, I don't know, like six thousand pages. And people think that's only like a quarter of the total thing that like the total you know work that he produced. But like, right. like as you pour through it, like I mean, I haven't even seen that much of it. But like on one page, right? There's like, um, like trying to square a circle. Uh, drawings of like inside an arm, like the different components, like uh, a tree, like and like um, like something else, like an archway, like all on the same thing, right? And you know, like um, all these things may go into creating something else, right? You know, like they might recombine in some way to. Um, to create, you know, this work, and, um, and that basically, like, if you were to just look at, you know, at that artwork that perhaps all those things went into creating, or all those, you know, all those thoughts, or all those, you, you might not understand the, you know, the way that he was feeling at the time as he created those things, or, you know, what he was thinking about, or what he was meaning, if you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you just get perhaps a picture of Jesus, you know, with, you know, some like a cross and, you know, people looking up or something like that, you know, but you don't get like, I mean, like his diary was insane. Like he was like, like some of his entries are like study like a woodpecker's tongue, like, and that was like his Monday 9am, you know, like just to study that and then, you know, speak to the engineers about how the sewer system worked in Florence, you know, uh, and that might be like two hours later. And then, do you, you, you know what I mean? Like, if it's kind of, it kind of almost looks like, like a squiggle, right? Like the way that his life was and the way that if you were trying to emulate this guy, you know, um, you know, if you, if you were to look at the painting, then you, you might be deceived in a way. It, you know, it like if you look at the notebooks, then perhaps you get a little bit closer to 
you know, perhaps how he was thinking or this sort of thing. Or... But I don't think, I think, I think, I think that is, in the end, it's futile trying to understand how somebody thinks. That's a very private thing. And I think if you, the, the more you try to, the more you try to get inside the mind of an artist, the more obsessive you become mm. and the less happy you'll be with anything other than perfection. And you're never going to find that. You know, thoughts are something that nobody can quite, can understand of anybody else's direct, you know, 100%. Mm. And if you follow that attempt, you know, that it, you'll go insane. Mm-hmm. You will. You know, there's no point in going down that road for there, there you can get yeah, sure you can look at you know you can to an extent but if, if you try and 100 percent understand i think it's pointless it's futile and i think it defeats the purpose as well because mm. as i said beforehand about art being you know how you interpret it it ruins that interpretation for you because you're just seeing it through how the artist did it and it takes away the, a lot of the magic that surrounds art and the magic it creates mm. so i think that you know although yes Sure, you can go through what was it you said that six albums were called, so twenty four thousand pages worth of you know Da Vinci's notebooks and stuff, trying to find the real meaning behind all this stuff. Mm. But at the end of the day, you know, you're never going to actually find. You can't cut the bloke's brain open and see what he was actually thinking. Mm. You know, you, you might have written stuff down, but I'm sure that like other people, his thoughts fluctuated. You know, his motivations fluctuated. Mm. So what he wrote down wasn't necessarily potentially the be all and end all of the situation of what his motivation was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, in, in yeah, as I said, it's futile in the long run mm-hmm. uh, because you'll just waste time and you'll become obsessive and you'll lose your bloody mind over, over, over it, mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah, I think there's a balance. Mm-hmm. You can look in and understand motivations and influences and all these sort of things to an extent but the moment you go you know looking deeper and deeper and deeper you're gonna lose your mind Mm. well i i agree like it's futile to try and understand the um direction of you know like what what exactly they're thinking about and what their vision is for you know what they're trying to do and this sort of thing you know like you'll never know if it's correct and even if you interviewed the guy you know just in front of you you know they may not even know themselves because as you say it fluctuates from one minute to the next and you know so i I agree that this is like a futile thing right but in in terms of um i the thing that i'm really like uh interested in is is not not to understand exactly how he was thinking but more um how could you put it? Um, the um, the I guess the the mental space that he was in, um, uh, or that perhaps the feeling like. Ah, it's so difficult. Um, Like, for example, you know if you were to talk to a child right now, right? Yeah. Um, Or, you know, you were to look at a drawing that they'd done, right? If If you look at a child's drawing, right, and try and get a sense of their imagination, it's, you know, it's futile. It's pointless. It's really difficult to, you can't really get into the mind of, of a child you know no, or anybody no. really but right to what you might try and look at it for is to get into the spirit of a child or you know get into the spirit of how they might see the world if you if you know what i mean um or the enthusiasm with which they might approach um their life you know the the sense of wonderment or um uh, you know, in like often, you know, life is so mundane, or it can seem so mundane, or that things don't really change from one day to the next, and things become ordinary, and um, um, you know, they they don't mean anything anymore. You know, that it can seem that way. Um, 
but um, it, you know, if you, perhaps if you were to uh, be a child looking at something, you know, you're seeing an, everything in a, a perhaps a different way. You know, it's not by no means the case for every child, but um, do you understand what I mean? Like the the spirit of um, of being a child or looking at the kind of the headspace that you're in or the mind perhaps the mindset is more yeah the, probably the mindset's a good way of looking at it you know um right. pe- often people try and get themselves into a business mindset or at a or a um a working mindset or a growth mindset or this kind of thing um and perhaps when they look at art they try and get into a mindset the mindset of the artist not not perhaps understand exactly what they meant but more the mindset of how they appreciated beauty and i guess what i mean is like if perhaps if you looked at a painting from leonardo da vinci or any other painting or any other painter you know um you might not you know get the mindset of you know how he was but perhaps if you looked at the you know the notebooks that he'd done you might get more of a of a like a clue into the mindset of of how you yeah. saw things this if that makes sense it, it does yeah. I think <laughs> make sense. but but yeah yeah I, th- I think it makes sense it, it, yeah the idea about yeah the mindset and that's a more but then again it's it's different to yeah it's more precise than what everything he was thinking at the time when he was when all of his motivation was something mm, yeah but again you know the question arises do you need to know that no no but i think it would be cool to know that or to yeah sure it's cool to know that it is cool to know it. it probably is but um but i don't think it adds or detracts to the art in in a greater way than the art itself represents itself if that makes sense mm as in the initial relationship you'll have with a piece of art is not added to significantly, as in more significantly by understand this context than by your initial reaction to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the the artist is important outside of their artwork? Say that Yeah, yeah abso- say absolutely. Say that Picasso like I don't know, produced all this artwork and then it like just fizzled into thin air. And all that was left was just this dude, you know. Right. Do you think that understanding him would be important? Well, that example is very different to the question. Sorry. Well, how do you? Sorry. Yeah, you're open. Screw, screw it up. Hold on. Wait. Oh, your your signal's terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, I can just hear myself. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh. What's, what have you changed? You take your earphones out or something? Um, let, let me try Wi-Fi. Hold on, Wait, hold on. Wi-Fi, is that better? Is that... No, your sig- it's not your signal. I can just hear myself oh. speaking okay. back. I'll, I'll tell you what I can you... do. I'll put, I'll put in my earphones. Have you... Yeah. Um... Is that better? Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. It's just I could I could hear yeah, myself. Yeah. And now I no longer yeah. can. No, I think edit that bit out. You can oh, yeah. might as well. Yeah. To, to keep them, keep them, keep them on their feet. Um, no. Uh, regarding that question, it didn't make sense mm. to me. That question didn't because you asked me one thing, and I thought of an answer, and then you gave me an example. Oh, the example right. didn't okay. relate to the question. Uh, like, is it? Uh, uh, maybe it's a bad question. You're right. But I, well, is it? I know, I know. An answer to the question: Does the artist matter? Mm. Yes, it does, absolutely. Mm. Because you know, yeah, okay, sure. To take your argument, you know, it does matter as to to how, you know, to who the person is and what, yeah, what, what, where they're brought up, what their mm. worldview is, and how that's influenced the, the piece of art they've completed. But again, it, it depends on the piece of art mm. that it is. If it's just, you know, how that, what, how how that piece of art has been informed by their worldview, et cetera. You know, if it's a political piece, that's obviously important, et cetera. And their, their, their immediate influences. Mm. 
in regards to that. But I think the question you were asking was different to how I interpreted yeah. it. Like, um, I guess uh, this is quite a good one. Um, because I guess, um, you know, let's take football for an example, right? You have people who, who enjoy watching football and then you have um, people who perhaps watch football, you know, to emulate the players or to, you know, to, in, in, um, to kind of understand their um, way of playing football, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. if you're if you're choosing to try and emulate the players or you want to emulate the player, you know, perhaps, you know, to get better or, you know, whatever, um, you might want to understand... Um, like how they thought about the game you know how they you know from moment to moment you know what at different parts of the pitch what they were trying to do or what they were trying to look for you know and perhaps you know if you were watching highlights or something like that you you might get you know a sense of um you might get a sense of um uh oh what's it's harder to do um, you might get a sense of some things to do with uh, how they were looking at the game and what they were trying to do, but you know, you, yeah. If you were, if somebody put you on a pitch and you know told you right, okay, you're going to take this player's number for you know the next thirty minutes, right? Um, or take their position rather, you know, you might not understand from having watched the highlights or a clip, you know, um you know the how they were thinking about the game or you know um for example you know if you uh you might think okay they're they're always looking to pass to that guy but you know they they might be thinking actually uh i want to cover this guy's position or you know i want to make sure that you know that i'm tight with midfield or you know that i'm not getting too far away because you know this guy is he's really pacey and he's going to beat me in a foot race or something like that um do, mm-hmm. do you see like perhaps you know there's a difference in in mindset between the person viewing the content especially after after the game perhaps and the person you know who's actually playing at the time you know and and kind of they don't know what's going to happen next or do you see what i mean i think so yeah yeah so kind of i don't know that that's kind of where I'm, what i mean or if I'm, what you're meaning yeah. about okay that's uh yeah that's another interesting interpretation definitely yeah but uh no it is yeah uh yeah do you uh huh hmm. that's a well, i was gonna say that's an hour yeah. I mean, we, uh, do, you want, do you want to wrap yeah, it up? We could, we could wrap it up. Uh, at, at, at that juncture. Yeah. Um, if you made it this far and you're listening. Wow. Con- I'm gonna say. Congratulations. Um, commiserations. Yeah. Um, if, if, you, if, if this actually interested you or you want to speak on this thing or whatever, um, uh, we don't plan any podcast or anything it's, it's illegal to plan um and uh it's, avo- no it's avoided at all costs um but uh yeah if if you want to chat on um i want to say creativity but i i think it's just kind of better to let it run anything, let it run just anything yeah isn't it? um so yeah if you wanted to do that um feel free to reach out and um uh, I mean, I might go, Charlie. I'm sure. You, well, if you, if somebody reaches out to you, you could always point them in, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah. my direction. Yeah, that's gonna happen. But yeah, oh, as in, it'll be through yeah, you. Yeah, pr- probably. Well, if, uh, but if you if if you think that I'm the friendlier voice, then by all means, yeah, get in touch right. with me, and I'll direct you to Michael. <laughs> well, I, you probably yeah. know me if you're listening to this, but um, yeah, reach out and um uh yeah get involved and uh don't be a spectator you know 
Um, no, and don't read the spectator. Don't read the spectator. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> read, read the week. I've That's never really read good. the week. What is the week? You should read the week. The week's just a political commentary magazine. It's, it's quite, it's quite liberal. It's pretty good. The Spectator's pretty conservative. Yeah. If that's your sort of thing, though, by all means, if you support uh, Dominic Cummings' wife, then go for it. But um, not for me. Anyway, that's too deep for this discussion. Sorry, I've hijacked that's all right. it. That's all right. It was already banned. Yeah, the edit exists yeah. for a reason. But yeah, yeah, I think leave it all in, personally. Yeah. Even, Even this bit. bit. Just let, let yeah. them have it. Yeah. All so, right. uh, yeah. Well... Thank you. Is it got a name, by the way? The uh, it's Ignormal. I, I mean, I'd put it as Ignormal. Um, is it on yeah, Spotify? Yeah, you can listen on Spotify. Oh, God, you can listen yeah. to Spotify. Wow, everyone's got Spotify, Yeah, it's kind they? of cool the way you can do that. So, I mean, that means that anyone could listen. I didn't realise it was Spotify. Anyway, we'll, chill, we'll, stop, we'll yeah. stop talking yeah. now. But, yeah, thank you, Michael, for having Pleasure. me on. Thank you for coming I'd on. love to do it again if I haven't been too no, no, terrible. Yeah, no, you're very welcome. I'm just glad. Yeah, I'm glad that you enjoy it. And uh, you know, oh, it's yeah. been fun. Yeah. Oh God, I'm looking through all. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I'll... Okay. Cool. Right. Bye-bye, bye, bye.